0: It's only a kick, a
1: jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans.
0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
2: Slee, I need you to be honest with me about something here real quick. Do you think that I am a trusting person? Like if somebody, like, do, do I take people at their word typically? Yes. Okay. And, and would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. I, good. I'm glad because I don't think of myself so much like that. I, I Unfortunately, I'm cynical and, and a little suspicious, maybe a little bit more than I would like to be. But I'm looking at the Twitter feed right now. Okay. And Emily, what you said a minute ago about people double checking if like somebody says, Hey, you want to play golf with me this Saturday? I got a free tea time. And they're like, no, man, I can't. It's my my wife's sister's birthday or whatever it is. Other people are checking up on that. Like it would never occur to me. I would believe you if you told me yeah. that. The 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 washing machine guy was coming to your house. Joking aside, right. I would genuinely believe you. I would not be trolling your social media looking for your washing machine update. So I, you don't. So you don't have to double check. But
3: what if you just happen to be on Instagram for a quick second? Honestly, and Emily is just completely flat out whatever she told you <laughs> She's at the post, beach. Oh, She's no, somewhere post, else.
4: <laughs> oh, just chilling at my house or something. You know, I don't post like that, but I post something like that. You know,
2: I. I I would honestly, would think- al- you'd almost did, have to run into it. Did something it. else came up? I'd be like, oh, I guess the, I guess the guy pulled the plug again. He's, he's not. Good. I would never think that. Maybe I'm just an egomaniac, and I assume everybody always wants to hang out with me. I don't know. It just would never occur to me that Cross somebody's just that, like, no, I don't want to hang out with that. I've,
4: guy. I've even considered like from the other, the other people are, are, are checking on me. So like, if I did do fake plans, say, oh, I had this coming up. I just don't post on social media about anything. Or there's also a close friends version of, of, of Instagram, so you can post to only a circle of people, oh. and you can block other people from seeing your st- things. I have certain people blocked on my Instagram stories <laughs> that cannot see my Instagram stories, so there's that. T- How many
2: people do you have blocked, Sleep? Right now, <laughs> so I capped it at <laughs> 60. <laughs> That would be the best thing ever. If you just had like hundreds of people that you've blocked from your Instagram, that would be true. I would
3: have to do it with no reason at all. Like somebody says, Lakers had a bad game. Blocked. <laughs> like just the dumbest like reasons this. ever. That would be the
2: tipping point for you. That's perfect. That's that the- ass sleet. I don't like it. Yeah. Blocked. <laughs> blocked. What's going on in our hallway right out here?
4: Smells like crap.
2: Um, smells like... Yeah, it smells it like... It literally like, smells like spoiled rotten food yeah. or like something died in the wall or something. What is and what it?
4: And it wasn't like on? that yesterday because and I was here right. yesterday here and did not have this reeking okay. stench of death. As
3: somebody that has been in this office for a long time, they do this thing every once in a while. There's grease traps that they... It's usually they, out in the
2: hallway over here, not inside our studio. So
3: they usually do... Something where it leaves off for the restaurant leaves off this really funky, funky kind smell. of sulfury, just awful. It's very we used to have it sometimes on the sales side, where you know I remember telling them, "I'm like, we, I can't work like this. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't smell this. It Smells like just, a dead body." And just pick up the phone and go for a quick little cold call. Like that ain't happening. <laughs> So there'll be times where we like
2: it's like all right, everybody get the hell out of the office. Uh it's not in the studio, but it's definitely out in the hallway. You, you ever walk by a dumpster in the summer when it's been hot and there's and it, it's just it's like the day before it's about and it's just that rotten, sour oh, yeah. decay
4: smell. It's just New York City in the summer. New
2: York City in the summer, for instance. We've got a little uh that, little going, that going on in, the hallway in the bullpen. bullpen. Somebody somebody <laughs> can't somebody get some fabulosa or something?
0: And here's, run what's, it here's what's here's what's crazy, not I on tell a you yeah, know yeah. crazy is that- I feel bad for you guys. I can't smell anything.
3: When it's gone, it's, it's gone. Like, yeah. it will- It Probably in a half hour, we smell literally nothing. But when they do whatever they're doing, it's it's brutal. Did you
2: lose your sense of smell or you never had it? I lost it. You,
0: what, what happened? I guess I got hit with a soccer ball by Regino Silva. I remember this. This guy kicked it so hard. it hit me in the back of the head. I didn't see it coming, obviously. And Damn. I, I wake up and I just see a bunch of people around me. And then I think that's the only, uh, you know- hard hit I took to the head and ever since then I don't I can't can you taste food I can taste it. I mean, my smell, my sense of smell comes and goes here. Yeah. Like mm. Sometimes I walk in, oh, brisket. Oh, I smell the brisket. But yep. then it'll last like a good five, ten minutes, and then it's gone. Well, consider That's yourself
2: odd. lucky today. Yeah, today's no, a good mo- day for mo- that. Mo- <laughs>
0: Most of the times that does not
2: sound like something you'd want, but whatever that uh, that horrible thing is, you, d- you, d- you don't want that. Rams with a huge win yesterday at SoFi. Of course, we're all over it today on 710 ESPN. A Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Calories. spend all day with la's mega sports station as we get you pumped for the lakers and the Knicks tonight at 7 10 and it's a special night tonight special sleep. night it's a special hanging the banner mm-hmm. <laughs> are we they're, the only they're, two they're hanging the banner we might be the only two <laughs>
3: it's i so feel weird like- to me I feel like a lot of people Puka's excited. I feel like a lot of people are all kind of, you know, they're good to go. They're they're they they like the idea. They like the, Actually, here's one that's kind of random. So last week this was a topic because it became official that the Lakers are going to hang a banner. Right. Now I need to see it. I want to kind of okay, what does it look like? How big is it? How different does it look than the others? It but no look- matter <laughs> exactly. but no matter how you put it, it is taking up real estate over there. It's like an ADU. Okay. <laughs> an additional dwelling unit. It's not the house. You can't sell it separately. Right. But it is taking up real estate up there. So we did <laughs> we did videos last week. We had videos um, Lakers Talk Daily, I did a video of listen, I get there hanging it. I just don't like the idea. Like I, I don't I don't think something should be hung for a seven day you won seven games. It's a tournament and you're getting that real estate up there. <laughs> But I, I feel like there's a lot of Laker fans that are okay with it. I think a lot of Laker fans. It surprised me how much of Laker Nation, I guess you can call it, is okay with it. Even Lamar Odom had uh, was responding to one of yeah. uh, on Instagram. It was posting is like a chip is or a championship stamp. Hang the banner. It's the first one. I'm on a different. I guess I'm on a different wavelength it's, when it comes to this. It's what
2: I, I you're walked into I really somebody's house, it's like really small, and, and you like, see something that is at a place just just like why is that there like Mm -hmm. not it's not a big deal but like why is uh his jv water polo trophy on the mantle in the centerpiece of the house it's like it's cool but i wouldn't have it there yeah and especially if you went on and you were like a gold medalist winning water ball player yeah like what why do you have that there? That That's weird. Hanging up the gold medal, which they have all over the place, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a very odd this is, thing for the Lakers are to you lead. I'm worried
4: into. that it's a slippery slope, that you know, they're going to start adding no. stuff here and there. I'm not worried it's about like, that. Why are you guys so mad about it? It's not the big of a deal. It's just a banner. I'm not mad about
2: it as I am. It, it doesn't just, belong there. It,
3: exactly. exactly. That's the only reason. Just like literally, it wasn't to have something earned to go there should be a very, very, very—and it has been. In the Lakers' tradition, they're only hanging things up that are iconic Hall of Famers who've won multiple championships and are the history of the NBA. Yes. Or they're hanging up an NBA championship. It's not—it just doesn't belong. That's it. That's the only reason. There's
2: nothing wrong with it other than, like, the barrier of entry for that particular honor is one of two things. You won the title— Yep. The, the real one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one that you play six months to get yep. and have to and go through four to go rounds of playoffs to win. for that. you got to win 16 games. That yes. one. Or be one of the greatest players in the history, the history of the game. Of the most prestigious or one of the most prestigious organizations to yep. have been in this league forever. Those are the two ways you get up there. Or you get hot in December for two weeks.
3: Or you go it's 7 just, and it 0. It just doesn't add Or up. you go 7 and 0, you take out the Pelicans <laughs> and the
2: Pacers. It just.
3: Yeah. But and bam, if they're
4: okay with it, then why there. aren't we okay with it? It's the organization making the thing. I just, I just, I'm the first one. So don't like know why that. everyone's freaking out about listen, it. Listen, it.
2: listen,
3: that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised with that you. there's more people that are more on the. It's not that big of a deal. I thought it would be a little bit more. And I get people. This is the way people are explaining it. If 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 we had Genie Bus sitting right here, and we and you ask Genie, hey Genie, do you want that thing up there, or are you doing this because? This is important to the NBA, Yeah, that you are the Lakers brand, and if you do it, then it really sends a great message to all the other teams to say, hey, if you win this thing, it legitimizes a little bit. Throw that bad boy up there as well. I, I get the reason of being a good partner in doing it. I would just willfully decline the offer <laughs> of being the team that does it and say, I'm sorry, we just we can't put it up here, and you guys should know the reasons why.
2: Em, have you been uh, to poly Pavilion yet? You've been in L.A. for a few years now, but have you been to no, Poly I Pavilion? No, I have not been there. Okay, so you walk into poly Pavilion, mm-hmm. and the place is just littered with national championship banners. Okay, cool. Right? And there's also an NIT banner hanging in the middle. It's like, what the hell is that doing there? Mm. Like, it'd be one thing if you won a title and an NIT. Cool. Title, 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 NIT.
4: It's like. But they're huh? all accomplishments. You but know it's not even smaller smaller that. No, no little, you know what it is? It's winning the
3: Maui Invitational. <laughs> I'm serious. It's winning the tournament. Yeah, that t- yeah. The Maui Invitational tournament. And you're saying, throw that bad boy up there. It,
2: it, yeah, if the Maui Invitational tournament was one weekend. I think the Maui Invitational is a whole. It is week.
4: no, it's it's a, it's a weekend. I think maybe it's a
2: long weekend. Maybe yeah, they start on Thursday.
4: Weekend. But yeah, I mean, like UVA basketball has their little trophy uh, case where they put to things like the Maui Invitational or yeah. I think it's like the, the 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 lawnmower whatever one in Bahamas. W- regardless, I'm they curious.
3: I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm curious to see fine. what it looks It'll be like. Fine. I'm curious to see the—I hope it's not something that, you know— Do we have an idea
2: how big it is? Is it the same size as the title banners?
0: I doubt it. I I will
3: tell you the way they are doing it is it will say, you know, 2023 in-season tournament champs, whatever— but it's the same banner if they win it next year as well, they it's add a going year to on it. the same banner. I, I,
0: I get that, mm-hmm. but it, Velcro spots on <laughs> Like
1: you
2: just tear it off and splat a new 20, one on 20, there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but it was just the Kings throw it up there, sure the uh Pacers, the Pacers, cool. the Oklahoma City Thunder, yep. Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. You guys don't have a long distinguished history of these no. things. There isn't Shaq and Kobe and Abdul Jabbar and Johnson and all of these names yep. and then we got hot for a week.
3: Well, let's see what happens too because maybe if the Lakers win it a couple years in a row, they run out of space. And maybe they have to take down one of the one of the, maybe the 1980s the like,
2: yeah. championships got to like, go down. You know that first one in Showtime? They're just going to take maybe down that Maybe that banner's got to go. Do you
4: count it as a dynasty if you win the in-season <laughs> tournament three years in a row? I just, I'm just throwing it out that's there. That's great. That's next on first take. That, do you
2: count it as a great. dynasty? Why not? Why not? Let's just uh, put them everywhere. All right. So, the Lakers lost to San Antonio. Obviously, this is their catch-your-breath moment after the big yeah. IST uh, win that they had. Games start getting a lot harder as we get closer to this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, and Boston on Christmas Day. Are they going to flip that switch back on again? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710
1: ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition.
4: All right, y'all. So it is college football bowl season. Yeah. We have started bowling, guys. Okay, so some of the <laughs> some it's of nice the nice
2: great... for UCLA to get theirs out of the way early, right? right? <laughs> exactly.
4: Uh, coming up in about ten minutes, it's going to be the famous Toastery Bowl between guess guess UVA. No, oh, <laughs> it's between Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Okay, oh, hell yeah. Uh, okay, who? What NFL quarterback came from ODU? Old
2: Dominion. It's funny. I don't know. I'll cut you off. The only person I know that went to Old Dominion mm-hmm. is Justin Verlander. Okay, that's the only guy I know that went. Virginia there. guy. Uh, yeah.
4: It is uh, Taylor Heineke. Oh, Taylor okay. Heineke is a pride of Old Dominion.
2: What but, are they? What's their mascot?
4: Um. It is something like Royal. I think it has like a crown or something on it for the Old Dominion. But yes, like you said, UCLA played uh, Boise State at SoFi this weekend in the LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Speaking of whom, I'm going to play him singing the national anthem for a little bit just because it's great. Killing it. So he's going for it. He's definitely going for it. Uh, You know, UCLA ended up beating Boise State 35 to 22. I know that Chris Morales was in attendance, but one of the main stories coming out of that was uh, from Chip Kelly. So Chip Kelly was asked after the game, maybe like, how does he feel about and how does he feel about the changing landscape of college football? And I'm going to play for you his response to that question.
5: I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball, but because football left. And they say, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five and you can have a 64-team conference in the group of five and we separate and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference op- another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this.
1: <laughs> Not that
5: I've lot to spend the time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group, and so there's 132 teams, and we all, share in the same te- we all share the same TV contract so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the Sun Belt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another, that we all go together. That's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one. Instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five, you can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You know, a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done – that money now needs to be shared with the student athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing. The players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Not that I've thought about it.
4: All right. So, that and all I talked about there is in my college football corner, in the coverage of the bowl season on 710 powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 50 minute drive through oil change, visit SoCal Oil Change. Uh, for uh, for locations and to score game winning coupons, and so he had some points there. So what do you think about Chip Kelly? Uh,
2: first of all, I've never heard Chip Kelly talk so much in my entire life. Chip Chip Kelly doesn't really say much at all. Yeah. Chip Kelly is extremely media averse. He, he's one of not, his knocks. Yeah, he's not that guy that's up there, you know, with quips and and giving you his take on the state of the universe. That's not what he does. I wish he would because that was awesome. That was terrific. Mm-hmm. That, I've been saying something similar to this for about 15 years. College football is pro football in every single sense of the word other than they happen to be associated with these universities. And the top 40, 50, he said 64, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Those teams are different than the other 64 teams. Why we're using the same set of rules for football that we use for golf is insane. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Football makes all the money. Football should be its own thing over here and set it up just like he said, just like pro sports. You have your division, which for UCLA would be the western part of the United States. And then you play... Three games against the Midwest one year. Next year, you play three South. games against the South. Mm-hmm. Tell me where this is a bad idea. I know it's never going to happen because of all the money involved, and nobody wants to spread it around. When I could keep it. And for also myself. the sheer
4: amount of schools I, involved.
2: You would it would take you forever, but you develop rivalries. Yep. Maybe you can schedule them more frequently. You
4: can have tiers of Absolutely.
2: schools.
3: Absolutely, it's a brilliant idea. I think it just continues to solidify whatever the structure is today. It's no guarantee it's gonna be the same structure tomorrow. True. And I think that you know, we talked a little bit about this. The Pac twelve is gone, right? It's done. Would you be shocked in 10 years there's some there's some form of the Pac twelve? I don't think I would, right? I I, th- I think that I have no idea how things are gonna work out down the road. I do understand like the sixty four team that he's talking about, okay, that's interesting. Keep this completely separate. Okay, that's interesting. Maybe even have it to where the there's always eight or ten teams coming in and out of that. A little
2: f- relegation format.
3: Relegation based on how you're doing. But it's impossible that the rules that are set up today are going to be the rules that we see in five years or ten years. I have no idea where college football is going. And I'm completely open to the different ideas and discussions about it. But it's not going to be the way it is. And
4: you could do contracts. You can say, hey, if we let you come to the school, you're going to have to be here for two years. Okay, It's kind of like a contract in in sports where you say, hey, you can have free agency after two years, but you have to be with us for this amount of time. Just so that teams can build teams
2: and and identities and familiarity look this is what makes it fun that even pro sports doesn't turn over the way that a lot of these college teams are now they're turning over more quickly than just about anything else yeah i i love the idea i to your point we don't know where it's going we don't know what it's going to look like but i think we know where it's going what it looks like i don't know you don't know i don't think chip kelly knows but it's going to be for more money between fewer teams that's where we're headed, mm-hmm. that because right now the Oregon states and the Washington states and the Wake Forest of the world are kind of getting squeezed out, right? But eventually, it's going to be Indiana gets squeezed out, sure. Minnesota gets squeezed out, and it's just going to be SC, Ohio State, yeah. Michigan, Texas, Oklahoma. Arizona, and, you know, they're, they're, they're getting squeezed they're getting out squeezed as well. They're squeezed out. Yep. So we mm-hmm. squeezed it from roughly 100 teams down to about 60 teams. We're going to squeeze it from 60 down to 30. Those teams will get more and more. The players will move more and more. But... At least it's, it's honestly dishonest. You know what I mean? Like they're they're doing all the dirt out in front, as opposed to doing the. I'd dirt I'd rather in have the it in the front. Room. I'm with you for sure. Yeah, for sure. And. That's where it's headed. I don't know what the final game plan looks like, but Chip Kelly's obviously given this some thought. I- I'd sign up for that on the
4: spot. And in reality, only maybe six teams every year could win a title. Win a title. That doesn't mean that there aren't 20 teams that are competing for successful seasons right. to be competitive. Do you think it's that low? Uh, I think there's probably more than 20, but I just, I'm just kind no, of no, taking No, no, I'm it- talking
2: about to compete for a title. You think it's yeah, only six? six?
4: I think so. It, it, it's going to always be Georgia, Alabama, uh, Ohio State, are all three Michigan. people that are always in Michigan depending on where you don't
2: think teams like Texas and and but Washington and consistently Oklahoma consistently over
4: over time i'm just i'm just putting yeah, it out there that it's, it's every year there is a Texas a Washington that kind of b- pokes into that but they're always in that top 20 of Competitive seasons.
2: You should see if Malachi Nelson wants to come to San Diego State, Lee, because he's leaving SC. He's yeah. in the portal. He was the number one high school football quarterback recruit in the whole country.
4: Signed mm-hmm. with Lincoln in Oklahoma, followed him followed to USC. Him. Yep, 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 and now he's just like,
2: I'm, I'm available.
3: And it doesn't even seem like SC didn't want it. I was going to say it doesn't even seem like it's uh, his decision. It's more that SC is moving on. And if there's any position where you're like, all right, if Lincoln Riley decides he's moving in a different direction, who's gonna tell him, well, you don't know how to you, you don't know
2: quarterbacks, you no, don't know how to produce
3: quarterbacks. That, that's that, the one thing. That's position. why this
2: is so weird because mm-hmm. they get Nelson from Los Al, he's a local kid, and he commits to Oklahoma like M said. Then when Lincoln Riley decides to move to S C he moves with him. Yeah. You think, all right, they got Caleb Williams. Yeah. They're gonna hand it right off to Nelson and here we go. Well, Williams is done, and then the announcement is, well, Miller Moss is going to play in the bowl game, and we're going to be very aggressive in the portal. And they've identified a guy. Was it K-State, Yeah. They identified a kid from K-State. It's like, this was the number one high school player in the country at that position. He didn't even say his name out loud. It was just bizarre how quickly they moved on from that. I don't know why. I, I mean, you could speculate a million different ways. I have no idea why. It's how
4: cold this transfer portal can be from both sides. It's, yes, both from the kids' side, yeah. if you're talented, or from the school side, if you, if it's not working. That Both you, sides can be cold and cutting.
2: You better pick a place that you want to be at, even if football doesn't work out or basketball or whatever, because it may not work out. And sometimes
4: you go to the transfer portal and you never come out of it. And that's the sad part of it, too. Like, these kids think that there's NIL opportunity, that there's other opportunity to play. And it might not be true for everybody. So I feel like it's just, it's a really tough place for everybody to be. I want kids to be able to choose where they want to do, to play. But it is very uh, scary. I'm sure if I was like a parent of somebody going through this.
2: No doubt. And you never know where you're going to be from one year to year. I mean, at college, I, I'm going to sound like an old man. I, I played sports in college. I got a scholarship. I got to do all this stuff. But my driving decision was not, oh, I'm going to go here, and if I don't get enough innings, I'm going to yeah. go over here. It was, I want to be at Santa Barbara. I like these guys. I like this school. I want to do these things. And I wasn't making anybody any money, so it's not apples to apples. But it was a, if the whole thing goes to hell, do I still want to be here? Yeah. It doesn't seem like, it's, uh, how many minutes do I get? How many shots do I get? How many passes am I going to throw? It, it, it's crazy. People it's are pissed at you. Crazy. They're mad at you. For what? The banner. Oh, yeah? They're mad at me, too. That's yeah, not the first time. Yeah. Factor Cap coming up next is Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And our friends at NextGen, Aaron Plumbing, are honored to serve our community as SoCal's official handy neighbor, and that's why they want to say thank you with the NextGen Season of Giving giveaway. They're giving away an incredible home safety and comfort gift package for the holiday season, and this giveaway, incredibly easy to enter. If your furnace or AC system is older than five years, log on to NextGenAaronPlumbing.com before December 20th and click on the NextGen Season of Giving giveaway link, then upload a picture of your furnace or AC system and tell us why you deserve to win. So if you're tired of your old inefficient furnace or air conditioner not keeping you comfortable and running up your bills, let the whole home comfort and safety experts at NextGen make your holiday season bright and cozy. Enter to win today at nextgenairandplumbing.com or call 833-3-nextgen for details. That's 833-3-NEXGEN.
1: Hey guys,
4: the bowl game uh, has started between Western Kentucky and Old Dominion, and their mascot is Big Blue. Big Blue for Old Dominion—it's like a big bear with like a crown on it. Like I knew it had something to do with royalty. So,
2: thought IBM was Big Blue.
4: I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but if that was uh, annoying you guys that I didn't know, that's well now we know. All right, so today is National Twin Day. Okay, so I thought about this, and I always feel like it's a little interesting to find out. That someone you know in adulthood is a twin. Because when you were a kid, you always knew the twins at high school. You know, you know, oh, it's these guys. But as in adulthood, to be like, oh yeah, I also I'm gonna go visit my twin. I'm like, yeah. you have a twin. So <laughs> it's always weird to find out someone you know in adulthood is a twin. Travis Factor Cap.
2: Fact. I in fact I experienced that exact phenomenon a couple of weekends ago where I was having we were at a holiday party and somebody told me they have a twin brother. And I wait, wait, stop right there. There's another one of you walking around like a twin brother, like you guys stood next to each other. I couldn't pick it out. He's like, yeah. I don't don't know why that's weird to me. It's always weird. But that's weird to me. That knowing that there's, like, if you told me you had a twin brother that lived in Seattle, I'd be like, there's another guy that looks just like you, Slee, that's just bumping around Seattle. That would throw me off. He's on Seattle Sports Talk (laughs) Radio. He doesn't have Slee.
3: They're also
4: called 710. Yeah, that's
3: that's right. That's right. right. Uh, Fact, no question about it. Had this happened a few years ago in this office, you know, David Kent. Oh! We were
2: out at lunch with Kent the other day when he told us that. I'm like, wait, stop right there. And he lives in Paris.
3: Yep. That really freaks me out. So there's a perfect example. (laughs) You know, I I
2: worked with Kent on
3: that side, uh, one of our our MCs over there, marketing consultants.
4: Big Arsenal fan. Go Arsenal.
3: Yep. I I remember 10 years I was working with him. And then, like, one day randomly, he's like, yes, I'm going to meet my, you know, whatever. He's going to meet his brother. He goes, my twin brother. And, you know, he's going to Europe, wherever he's going. I'm like, you're doing what? Yeah, I'm going to meet my twin brother. Mike David, you don't have a twin brother. I have not known you this long, and you've never told me that you have a twin brother, so fact for me.
0: Jorge? Fact, uh, and it happened. Uh, there's this guy we used to call Pitbull. We still call, call him Pitbull at the TV station, and then one of our, uh, I guess, floor managers from the TV station was out and about, and the next time we saw Pitbull, was like, hey, man, I saw you yesterday, and I went up to you. That's messed up. You didn't recognize me. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, I went up to you, and you know, we have this thing where, like, we hug each other from the back." And he's like, "Yeah, why well, did that to somebody that looks like you?" He's like, "Yo, that was my twin brother." We're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so he was trying to mess around with his br- with his brother, just the way we mess around with Pitbull. And Pitbull was like, "Yeah, like he got a kick out of it, but it is weird if somebody Never, if you know somebody for years and they don't tell you that was yes. your brother." That's, that's they'll weird. put it
3: up on like Instagram or Twitter where someone they have uh, they're, it's almost like they're confusing the baby, right? <laughs> like. The baby's being handed off to the twin, and let's just say it's the first interaction they've ever had. and The baby's looking at the the, the brother or sister, and then looking back at the parent, and it's like, What the hell is going on here? Doesn't know which one, which babe, or which uh, uh,
4: well, parent which one's dad, which right? Uncle. Has yeah. no
2: idea. I have cousins, Hayden and Justin, that are identical, they're indistinguishable from one another to me, but I've known them since they were babies, so it's not a big deal. But I've known that there was just another one out in the universe, it's a little different.
4: Oh, it's weird. All right, so we talked about it a little earlier, but it is Steven Spielberg's 77th birthday, so happy birthday, Steven. And my st- he has like a million movies that are fantastic, but to me, this might be my favorite Steven Spielberg movie. I love Jurassic Park. It is my favorite Spielberg movie. So Ooh. Jurassic Park is your favorite Spielberg movie. Alan, factor cap.
3: It's a fact. Really? You know, I, yeah, I, I know that's a ramble, but- the age I was when that came out, Jurassic Park was such a big deal. I always think of like I can remember it vividly when they're looking at the water, right? The and ripples on the pond. The ripples on the pond. And at that time it's just it was done so well yeah. and it's like, oh my gosh, can this actually happen? Um what's his name from uh from Seinfeld is uh in the movie. What's uh Oh Newman. Newman. Yeah. And I, I know that, that that tie is just so Wayne random. Knight. Way night, but yeah. yes, it is my favorite. It's the movie that I think of first, and I think it just has to do with the age when when it came out.
2: All right, Trev. Um, Jurassic Park is in the cap. It's not my favorite Spielberg movie. I like it. It's it's good, but I I've got two that when I think of Spielberg, they could just kind of jump to the the very top of the list. One was when I saw it as a kid, and it. Terrified me, it's Jaws. Jaws. Yep. And and it's still when you flip around, you see it on Netflix or whatever. I'll, I'll watch twenty minutes. It, it's just awesome. It's it's scary. It's but suspenseful. you get nervous, so then you ne- have to change it. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other one, more as an adult, that I think we've we've talked about this for one reason or another. It's one of, if not the very only movie that still kind of haunts me, even after I've seen it. This movie's twenty years old at this point. It was Saving Private Ryan, which was just the I don't think I could have done that. I, I the, the bravery that it took to do what those men did. Of course. And to be able to create a film that makes you kind of relive that or, or makes you experience that and what it must have been like is an incredible like achievement. Like the POV. Of, yeah, the, the artistry to... to convey that emotion to somebody sitting in a theater is extraordinary. So those are the two for me.
0: Jorge? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Al on this one, especially when a T-Rex is chasing the car and then, (laughs) you know, just the way they make those dinosaurs come to life. And then when you go to Universal Studios, you get on the ride. And you get to see some of those things. It's just pretty cool. Like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park.
4: Spielberg's so great at, you know, just working with kids, about working with, like, nostalgia. His movies always feel like a little bit of a warm hug. Even the more serious tones of the movies, like um, in Schindler's Schindler's List and with Saving Private Ryan, they're all... Well done. And if you haven't yet and you like Spielberg, watch The Fable It's a great movie about kind of, it's autobiographical. Right. So, uh, if you're a fan of Spielberg, go watch that. It came out last year. So this weekend, there was the PNC Championship, which was um, a golf championship, but between uh, golfers, professional golfers, and their children we would play with them. So um, we all know about uh, Charlie and Tiger Woods, but also there was this between Annika um, Sorenstam. Sorenstam and her son. And so I'm going to play this sound for you real quick of after they had completed their day of, of golf. And this is both the son and Annika speaking. Um,
3: it's the best week of my year and life I have. And it's so much fun being able to do it with
4: her. And thank you, PNC, for everything. I can see tears in your eyes. I know it was an emotional walk down 18. Was it emotional for you, Annika? It is. Because <laughs> it's so much fun. We have a good time together. And. We walked. I mean, obviously, we wanted to do a little better today, um, but I think just walking together and having a good time. And I was walking pretty fast on 18. He says, "Slow down, mummy.
2: I want to enjoy this moment." So mm. I think that's kind of what we did all week. The happy tears, right?
4: Well, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so i, I saw came deep? across that tiktok last night i started crying it's because it's so of course everybody has <laughs> at some point had this experience either with your parent or ensure as a parent to a child of doing something you both love together mm. and also could be that you're doing a sport that you love together so you have a great moment of doing a sport um with your parent or with your child uh jorge factor
0: cat. uh i'm gonna say fact and it's when I took my mom to the to the TV station, I started working at for the first time ever. Mm. Like she walked in and all the guys, like I didn't tell anybody I was bringing her in. I was just like, hey, come, you know, what are you doing today? She's like, nothing, I'm off, whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I want you to come to the TV show and see what I do for a living for mm-hmm. the first time. Like cause she's always heard about at school the whole night. She comes to me. She comes with me to the TV station and all the guys are like, hey. When you're a bunch of, around a bunch of guys, they, they tell you stuff that your mom might not want, you know. Sure. Right. So th- they didn't know she was coming. So then I'm like, hey, guys, this is my mom. They're like, oh. <laughs> they cover their mouths like I'm so sorry, miss You know, you know your son is great, and it's just watching her, watch me, what I did. Sure, was just it was just one of those things where full circle. Like this is what you wanted me to do, and and I'm doing it. So yeah, it's that moment. That, that's, that's awesome, Trev.
2: Yeah, I've been lucky. I I've had both. I've had it both with my dad and with my my sons and my daughter. Where. You, and it has nothing to do with whether you're playing a sport or going – it's just you get a moment where you get to spend time with them and it's meaningful. And when you realize that it's meaningful to them as oh, yeah. well, that's yep. when – and it, it's incredibly emotional both ways. But when you're the child in it, it's different when you're the parent in it because you, when you're the on the parent side of it, Horry, I'm sure you've experienced this too, mm-hmm. is just – It hits you on such a deep level. Like You could hear that little boy's voice, and he was obviously emotional. But I can't imagine. She's one of the greatest golfers of all time. Mm -hmm. She might be the greatest female golfer ever. And I guarantee you, getting to do that with her kid is probably one of the highlights of her entire golfing career. Just being with him, it hits you so differently. It's impossible to articulate, but you know it when you see it, and you saw it last night.
4: Right, especially, too, between professionals at that high level yep. your parents have to be involved in some way yep. your parents influenced you so much no especially to be yeah. a, like a savant like like tiger woods and whether that relationship is complicated or not it is something that's very uh, tied to being so good at your sport is what your parents did for you al
3: so fact but the sport is going to be different for me um it's not playing in a sport it's watching a sport together sure. so i think i've mentioned this that one of the main reasons why I became a Laker fan as a kid, they play one preseason game down in San Diego at the sports arena. So fast forward to Kevin Durant's first year with the Golden State Warriors. There's a preseason game in San Diego at the sports arena. Lakers and and this is LeBron versus KD. Like it's it's pretty much everybody. My mom came. And you know, got tickets for the fam, and this is my sisters. They were into it as well when we were all growing up. We used to literally at the sports arena. I'd make them wait for Chick Hearn and Stu Lance to finish the broadcast, so I could say hi to them. <laughs> and then here we were, fast forward x amount of years later, back at the sports arena. Now I'm working. You know that kind of that that whole frame of it. That's kind of one of those. Well, this kind of came full circle. How the hell did we get here? So definitely fact on that for one. sure,
4: right? Uh, all right. So yesterday, um, this was—I I, think—they were covering college football uh, bowl games. So Booger McFarland was on this the desk with some other guys that were covering. I think it was Trevor Maddich was also there, and uh, Kevin Nagandy. And uh, it was a rainy day in this one game. It's pouring down rain, and so Booger—we know we know lo- and love Booger—he says some crazy things. But this is what he said: why he liked playing in torrential downpour.
2: There is one upside to this as a defensive lineman when you're soaking wet, yeah, and it's raining. And you gotta go to the bathroom? You hey, <laughs> i I'm just I wasn't exactly no, I'm saying, it up. so listen, right, You, you, you on, have booger. to find some good in it. So normally 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 we have to go back in the locker room. But yeah, since yeah.
4: everything is wet, just to the <laughs> You just I mean you just you just let it flow. All right. So, That's interesting. Uh you did not need to know this. Jorge, Factor.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not, man. Like keep it to yourself. Imagine the guys that have to tackle you and all that <laughs> stuff. Come on, man. And maybe a competitive advantage, yeah, Chef. Right, right. right. Uh
2: kind of glad i know it. it's gross but i'm kind of glad (laughs) that i I do know that look i football players are wired a little differently for a million different reasons you could just add this to the list because look football pants are not easy to get on and off they're not easy to undo to get access to what it is that you need to do you would know you're a football family that's right so maybe you know just take advantage of the opportunity it's not for me but i'm glad that i know that it happens. cap. This helped us with our factor cap,
3: so I'm glad I do know this. I think it's always an interesting conversation. There, there are players that have talked about it. I know in the NBA where they wouldn't put on deodorant. They would wear the same jersey over and over again. The B.O. was so bad, and part of their reason for doing that, so the guy didn't defend him. So that there are, there yeah. are people that use that as a strategy. I know this is completely different, but I hope his – pants weren't white or <laughs> anything like that i hope this yeah. was a dark color
4: May weighed in on the uh, spielberg he says that et is E.T.'s his is favorite great. Uh, Spielberg. movie. there's there are not there's a lot of right answers for yeah. the best spielberg movie so what, a tweet at
2: us what's the first thing you think of when you think of et
4: uh reese's
0: pieces okay
2: that's a really good answer i think of him sitting in the basket on the bike and i think
0: you, you, you know flying yeah we, <laughs> i know exactly what he's thinking about
2: somebody else's face on that right <laughs> yeah. right that's so when we were doing the morning show with key they put key's face on et in the basket i can't unsee it it's over that's right sedano is pedaling that the will play. always be there pretty great lakers uh when they're done turning uh their eyes to the the rafters and yeah. hanging another banner. Yeah. Will they flip the switch back on against the Knicks? And what's coming up the rest of the week? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
3: All right, join us uh, tonight for Lakers Live as we get ready for Lakers Knicks tonight. The seven ten Fun and Games Department will be at the Chick Hearn Court starting at four p.m. You can enter to win a D-Lo signed basketball. Uh, there'll also be the Anheuser Busch Beer Garden. You can meet the Laker girls and Laker legends. A Papa shot, half
2: court shot. Join us tonight for Lakers Live at LA Live. You should have a Papa shot in your house. I've decided that that's something. There's there's a- actually, two here. You should take one home at the end of the day. Listen. You're it's pretty good at it.
3: No, no, but it's not even that. It's not A, it's not a terrible idea. B,
2: how much fun are these freaking games to have at the house? So where we sit in the studio, there's two Papa shots kind of by the front door of mm-hmm. our office. I don't know if anybody's ever come in and out and not taken a shot or two. Almost everybody. everybody goes by. When I go in or out, I'll pick up a ball and get a shot. What is, do you have like a rule? I have a rule. I, actually, this is a perfect example. Yesterday,
3: there's a uh, kind of a half-court outdoor outdoor hoop um that I was like, I'm going to go shoot around. I haven't shoot around, shot around in a while. So I go shoot around. Um, since I was probably a kid, it's the same rule. And I think every basketball player typically does You can't leave without making your last shot. Of course. So when I come here sometimes, and I take one, and I miss, and I take another one, I miss three more. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. end up going one for five. I got to hit my last one before I take off, even in the stupid papa shot.
2: The only – outside in a gym or whatever, you got to make your last shot. That's yeah. just – that's just – Society. You you, you yeah. can't walk away without. Does it have to be a layup
3: one? or a jump shot or anything?
2: Ball has to go through the net. Yeah. Like if I'm launching threes and I can't mm-hmm. get one in, I'm going to move in. Can, I'm going to get something in. The can hoof. I
3: throw one more wrinkle your way? Sure. What if it's not a clean one? It just kind of dribbles around just a little bit. Just got to go in, in for me. Okay. Yeah. Just, just, just got to go in. I need in for it more me. a little clean. But, yeah. I, I get
2: it. I, I'm yeah. not judging you. That's fine. I, I respect <laughs> it. But with the Papa shot on the way out the door, one shot a day. And, okay. I, I've got, I don't think I don't like this much OCD in my deal, right? Just, and I like streaks. I like I, I count random things, and we okay. can get into this if you want, because there's a lot of really weird ones along the way. But I see how many days in a row I can make it. Mm. And then I, it's only one, and if you miss, you go back to zero. And you want to ask me what my record is? Three. Three is the record. That's
3: seems pretty really good. The record, yeah. When it's, you got to three and you're on the fourth day, were you thinking about it at night? Was the shot a little tight? Was there a little don't overthink this, Trav? <laughs>
2: No, but it's in there. You know what I mean? Like I Cuz you get to 3 again, now the pressure's on. You got to wait 24 hours. There's a car that is frequently parked at the corner of where I pull in to come into my neighborhood. Okay. And I count how many days in a row it's there before it's not there, and I can't stop doing it. Oh, it's wow. just it's it's I can't not oh, notice if it's there or not. And okay. I told say, don't look, don't look. Just skip it. I, I have to look you every have day. To look. And it's the the record for that, if you're curious, is 7. I was going to go 8. <laughs> I just, I, like, Eight just was my a little number. bit. Like, I can, I can leave the room without flipping the light switch 200 mm-hmm. times. I don't have that, but I got just enough of it along the way. Um, Lakers tonight against the Knicks after they hang the banner. Knicks are a good team, maybe not a team that I know I love doing that. Um, that's probably not going to win an NBA championship, almost certainly not going to win an NBA championship. Yeah. The Lakers are in the other group. I think that they have expectations of being a championship team. Obviously. The in-season tournament was very important to them. They they played their best basketball of the year in that. Um, they haven't since the tournament ended. Yeah, one and two, they, one and two, with a loss to a team that had lost 18 in a row. With
3: three very winnable games sure. on the road, Dallas the first one.
2: After tonight, the schedule gets far more interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, you've got Oklahoma City, you've got the Celtics on Christmas Day, and you've got the Minnesota Timberwolves in between there. Right,
3: so yeah, they'll go. At Chicago Wednesday, and then they get the three games that you're talking about. At Minnesota, at OKC, Boston. Three really good teams.
2: Do they flip the switch for those three games against Lee? Do we see the IST, the in-season tournament Lakers, against those teams? Or is this more of a, let's keep our powder dry so we're ready to go at the end of the line Lakers that we've seen for the last week or so? So
3: what will be interesting, though, one against Minnesota is a second of a back-to-back. I'll tell you, from a Laker perspective, this is what I would expect. I would expect the Celtics game... It's flipped the switch full-on, nationally televised, Christmas. Christmas, You're playing against the Boston Celtics. I think that they're all in, as interested as you can be. I think the game against OKC, you got your ass kicked against them last time around. I think there's a little bit of, can we just kind of show these young guns too that when we want to play, we want to play. The tough one to figure out is that Minnesota game because it's a second of a back-to-back. We saw the Lakers even last week, be very strategic with it. Braun doesn't play in a game. AD doesn't play in a game. D'Lo, Cam Reddish, Vando, they were were kind of strategic after the in-season tournament. I think they got the ability to turn that switch on. I just, I'm not a fan of that, that if LeBron wants to sit out, let the man sit out all day, no question about it. But for everybody else, unless there's something that's really truly, it's in our best interest because this person has something that's, you know, bothering them, I'm not crazy about it. It's,
2: It's risky, right? It just, you practice like you play, right? And you play like you practice. And if you are, tonight's important, let's go get it. And then tonight, you know, it's and you're going to play like it. Eventually, you're going to want to say, hey, let's go have a big day today. Let's go compete at the highest level. Let's throw everything we got at them. And you have not played like that in a couple of days, and it's not there. I don't worry about LeBron being able to find it. Yeah. I really don't worry about Anthony Davis quite frankly being able to find it because when he does that, hey, I'll be better next time. He almost always is, right? And he's pretty been been pretty good all he's year. He's been really good all year and available. But the rest of the team, I think you want good habits. You want the that competitive level to be pretty darn high all the time. I don't think D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, the rest of these guys can, At ah, tonight's important, I'll go for it. Tonight's a little less important, I can pick my spots. I, I don't like it for anybody other than those top two guys. But here's the guys. problem.
3: If the top two guys, they're going to they're gonna send the message, right? LeBron sent the message in the in-season tournament, we're going, they all followed. That if Bron, I, I truly believe this too, if LeBron said, guys, this in-season tournament, like it's not a big deal, let's just... Let's play these games regular. This is a – it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. He was invested. Everyone's going to follow. Yeah. So I don't think you can have – either everyone's connected or if one piece, even if Braun says it's not that big of a deal, it's this, that, I think they all kind of follow. I really do. Now, Anthony Davis might be the one where if Anthony Davis is all in on a game in December that's just the world's not going to end – I think they, there's a good chance that the Lakers have an opportunity to win that game. I don't think they can have this. I get what you're saying. I need Austin Reeves there every game. I need Cam Reddish there. I need D'Lo. I need all these. Rui's got to be there. But don't they just follow the leader?
2: Yeah, well. The leaders? Yeah, for for sure they do. I I keep coming back to I'm in a pretty good spot with the Lakers right now. Because when they had to have it, Slee, they look great. Mm-hmm. They looked really, really good mm-hmm. when against Phoenix in the what was that the quarters and then the the two the two games in Vegas and yep. I get it it's New Orleans it's it's Indiana, Indiana. Mm-hmm. it's not Milwaukee it's not Denver it's not Boston Philly I I understand that but they're big and they're they're experienced Length. they play defense and they play defense mm-hmm. they're a good team mm-hmm. and if they kind of want to twiddle their thumbs a little bit. I I don't love it, but I can live with it. As as we get closer to, say, the end of February, beginning of March, then we're going to have to turn up the dial a little bit, turn up the heat a little bit, and start being a little bit more consistent. But if they kind of want to you know, – I'll steal Emily's line – if they kind of want to play with their food a little bit here and there before we get to the really important part, I'm not sweating it too much. I I know what's in there. It looked great. Let's make sure we can find that when you need it most. I I
3: would just say this. You can't be in the in-season tournament again. You can, you just don't want. I'm sorry, you can't be in the The playing tournament again. You can, you just don't want to. And and I think that's the one thing that I'll just make sure from their perspective, make sure you're not in that playing season. Just don't put yourself. Yeah, you just the risk of anything happen. The other thing I'll say is, I'm with you when they wanted to flip that switch. Flip the switch. Here's the issue. You go look at the premier teams in the NBA. It's not like, uh, you're right. hey, they're 5-0 and against them. No. It's really the no, no, bad teams where they've right. been beating up. I'd like to see them this week at Minnesota, at OKC, the Boston game coming up a week from today. Can they be in that position of, well, we're coming to win these
2: games and then come out on top? So the Dodgers get Shohei Otani with $700 million, but have they changed the way they're going to go about everybody else too? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Head on into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Course home of the fifteen-minute drive-through oil change for over thirty years. Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. So before you pack up your ride and head out of town for your holiday parties, you're going to see grandma, you're going to see your best friend, you're going to go see your brother. Head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change and let the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its best. You don't want to start off the holidays broken down on the side of the road. Get yourself into Valvoline Instant Oil Change. There are over eighty locations. Ready Ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. In about 15 minutes, you're in and you're out. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change.